this Thursday morning. Thanks for joining us. Um, you know, a lot of you guys uh, and gals have have pets. A lot of you love taking them to dog parks and some of the big ones. Of course, there's uh, down at Laurier and Williger, but mm -hmm. there's pop-up dog parks coming to 19 neighborhoods around the city, and they're they're starting right now. And we thought we'd find out more about them. And to do that, we're going to check in with City Councillor Michael Jans from Ward Papasteo. Uh, I think it was sort of it's one of been one of his uh, <laughs> his big not I wouldn't say issues, Michael, but it's something. It's it's a pet project, is it not? You get it, pet project. Dum <laughs> dum. It's <laughs> yeah. the worst rim shot I've ever heard. <laughs> uh, good to have you on. Uh, why is this important? Why why do these matter? Do you think? You know, it's it's one of those things that the city can do that costs a very little amount of money, but has an enormous community impact. It brings neighbors together. It helps make connections in communities. It it it, it builds uh, relationships where people are looking out for one another, looking out for their community. They're spending more time outside. They're healthy. They're ha they're happy. They're active, and um, that's huge. So it's it's really exciting that more Edmontonians are going to have this opportunity and more neighborhoods around the city. They're not just going to have to drive to somewhere like Laurier if they live down in the southwest. Yeah, Councillor Jans, uh, so when we talk about uh, the locations, 19 neighborhoods, a lot of them uh, in the southwest are going to see these uh, pop-up dog parks. How were they, how were they chosen? So they actually a number of factors. A uh, compliance with the community league and interest um, from the neighborhood themselves. Uh, B a selection of uh, data where we looked at who, based on licensing and uh, uh, pet uh, people who had registered their pets. Uh, C compliance with like utilities and other other factors in the area that we needed. But we identified these green spaces and with partners. Uh, um, found 19 locations that we can set up as pilots. Uh, they'll be up for six months. They'll be fenced off. Uh, and uh, we'll review them. We'll collect data. We'll talk to neighbors. And um, my hope is that these can be sites, if they work well, that could be potential future permanent dog parks. Uh, I'm curious how the planning goes. Uh, some of the other, you know, off-leash dog parks just became a thing, I, I would say, you know, uh, many decades ago. Uh, this would not normally be in the plan, right? You'd have to look at it after the fact. And is that why in the Southwest where there are a bunch of new neighborhoods, there simply aren't that many of these off-leash parks? Yeah, it's unfortunate. It's, it's been it's been like that for generations where we build a new neighborhood, but, you know, the playground is sold separately. The dog park is sold separately. The school is sold separately. But as we're talking about building new communities and also doing neighborhood renewal of the old ones, we're trying to know, go in and, uh, you know, think about how communities much more than just your road, your roads and your, your street lights, but we need to build that social infrastructure too. So I'll give you an example. I live in Garneau over by the University of Alberta. And we just uh, we're finishing the neighborhood renewal here. But one aspect that we put in, along with uh, you know the new sidewalks, was a permanent dog park at Braithwaite Park, right across the street from Corbett Hall. Now I go, I don't even have a dog, um, mm -hmm. but my kids love dogs, so we'll go over there after dinner and go for a little walk and chat to our neighbors. And my kids will throw the ball for somebody else for their dog. And it's great. And every night, every night, there's, you know, 20 people there. There's over over a dozen different dogs and they're coming throughout the evening. It's it's such a good community development opportunity. It costs, you know, a very small amount for the money, uh, for the chain link fence, for the garbage, for the poop pickup. Yeah. But it's uh, 
an enormous impact to the community. And we need to do these all over the city. Councillor Jans, number one, it sounds like you need to get a dog. Hop <laughs> <laughs> to it. Yeah, yeah, on that one. Uh, number two, you talk about the cost. Let's see, like, dive into that a uh, little bit more because people always want to know what it's what it is going to cost. So, number one, what are the pop ups costing? And if and if and if these were to become permanent, what would need to happen for that to happen, and then ongoing costs there. So the the cost is is a rounding error. It's it's a like for example the neighborhood renewal I think t- costs twenty five million dollars, and I think the dog park cost is like a few hundred grand or a hundred grand or something like like I it, I I can't even remember what it is. It mm-hmm. was so small on the scale of these pieces. Like we're talking less than a block of sidewalk. Mm-hmm. Um, but what needs to happen though is the compliance. This is where these things get into issues where somebody doesn't want the dog park or the neighborhood doesn't want the um, uh, they don't want to lose the green space or something like that. So what we're doing is trying to find not a one-size-fits-all solution, but a uh, a right solution for each community. Like I'll give you an example. Another neighborhood they didn't want the dog park. Um, now now the neighbors you know are are coming to this one instead. Um, I know of Windsor Park, for instance, they're going to have dogs in their in their community rink during the summer. They're doing a pop-up community oh. dog park program there where the the ice rink is going to function as a dog run during the summer so it's about meeting neighbors where they're at and figuring out what's right for their solution not just a top down you are thou shalt have a dog park but working with people to make sure we get it right uh when does this start i'm just seeing mid-may yeah edmonton.ca edmonton.ca slash off leash obviously we've had some construction hiccups and uh just check check where your particular dog park that you want to visit, whether it's up and running or not. And uh, edmonton.ca slash off-leash, there's a map. You can see lots of different dog parks in lots of different areas. I would encourage Edmontonians to go and explore new neighborhoods and new places that aren't your own mm-hmm. um, and make new friends. All right. Sounds Four-legged good. ones and two-legged ones. <laughs> yeah, it's always great to, you know, it's a, it's a great way to, to meet new people and, and uh, as you said, bring community together. Councillor Jans, thank you for this. Appreciate it. Of course. Thank you. Yeah, okay. take care. Let us know when you get a dog. <laughs> Will do. Right. Uh, Ward Papasteo, Councillor Michael Jans, and these uh, pop-up dog parks. Yeah, and there's like 19 of them mm-hmm. um, that are that are I'm taking a look. A lot of them in Southwest Edmonton, yeah. as we mentioned, but uh, a few in West Edmonton as yeah. well. So are there Hamptons, yeah, Rosenthal yeah. around Lewis Estates yep. and the Weber Road area? So yeah. there's a few of those kicking up. Uh, once again, there's too many for us to go through and listen and give you a, a bunch of, uh, of addresses, but uh, certainly the city website can help you out. Yeah, and there's a, there's a survey there too. So if you live near those areas and you want to weigh in on them, you can. So just mm-hmm. Google pop-up dog park, City of Edmonton, boom, you'll find it. So there and, you go. And, and then maybe for another day, uh, a whole conversation about etiquette in dog parks. What do you think of that? Because oh, that can well, be entertaining sometimes, you too. Know, pick up, you know, pick up after your animals. Um, yeah. yeah. That's that's really one of the big ones. Well, relationships. Yes. Doggy relationships. How do we get along? You know what? I, do you, you don't take your dogs to an off-leash. Uh, we have a couple of times, just because we wanted to give them... Instead of just running around in our own backyard so, by themselves, a little socializing and that kind of thing. But if you haven't socialized them in a long time, then you're suddenly running the risk it's of how problem. are they going to react. Uh-huh. You also don't know how other people's dogs are going yes. to react or how other people might react. Yeah. Either. So uh, there's, there's, you've got to keep your head, your head, head in that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Without a doubt.